Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. Iran's foreign ministry is condemning the airstrikes the U.S. launched against dozens of targets in Iraq and Syria. A spokesman today saying the strikes will only increase tension and instability in the region. U.S. Central Command says the Air Force and Navy conducted the airstrikes in response to a drone strike last Sunday in Jordan that killed three U.S. Army reservists and wounded dozens of other people. NPR's Quill Lawrence has more on the U.S. retaliation. Com said more than 125 airstrikes hit 85 targets in Iraq and Syria, destroying facilities and munitions that belong to Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps' Quds Force and their allied militias. U.S. officials suggested more airstrikes and other actions will come later. The attack on the U.S. base in Jordan was the deadliest for U.S. troops in the Middle East for at least a decade. President Biden had promised retaliation, though he's made clear he does not want Israel's war with Hamas, an Iranian ally, to spark a regional conflict. These airstrikes came just hours after Biden and the First Lady attended a ceremony at Dover Air Force Base in Delaware to bear witness as the bodies of the three fallen soldiers arrived home. Quill Lawrence, NPR News. To Texas, where defiance of a Supreme Court order to let U.S. border agents remove razor wire fencing is gaining support from Republican governors. Rose Gilbert of member station WPLN reports that a group of governors is heading to the southern border. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee is the head of the Republican Governors Association. Last week, that group published a statement supporting Texas Governor Greg Abbott after he announced plans to install more razor wire despite the Supreme Court's order. On Sunday, Lee will join 13 other Republican governors at Eagle Pass, the Texas border town where this legal battle began. In a statement, Lee said that his state has, quote, sent hundreds of Tennessee National Guard troops to our nation's southern border, and we will continue to offer Texas our strong support, end quote. For NPR News, I'm Rose Gilbert in Nashville. The text of a bill that would address border security being worked out by a bipartisan group of senators expected to be released this weekend. The bill also contains further aid for Ukraine and Israel. Senators could vote next week, but House Speaker Mike Johnson has cast doubt on it and former President Donald Trump is a vocal opponent. Today marks one year since a fiery train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, leading to a chemical spill that residents are still seeking answers to. Edward Byard used to live in East Palestine, but after the derailment, he and his wife moved to nearby Salem. There was uh, too much controversy. Uh, you know, things are going to be okay. Things will never be right. You know, what do you believe? So we just figured we'd distance ourselves uh, from the whole situation. Workers are still cleaning up. They've removed tons of contaminated soil and millions of gallons of tainted water. You're listening to NPR News. Scientists know that climate change makes heat waves more intense and frequent. It's also affecting wildfires. And new research shows that combined effects are making health risks even higher. NPR's Alejandra Barondo reports. People's bodies go a little bit haywire when wildfire smoke thickens the air. Wildfire smoke could affect could increase could affect human health by increasing the oxidative stress both in the pulmonary system and in the overall like human body. That's Chen Chen. She's a climate researcher at the University of California, San Diego. 
When it's really hot out, well, that also puts a lot of stress on the same parts of people's bodies. So we think there is a possibility of compounding uh, health risk from these two co-occurring climate hazards. Chen led a new study in Science Advances that shows simultaneously hot and smoky days in California sent many more people to the hospital than either one alone. The health risks were much worse in low-income communities of color. Alejandro Borunda, NPR News. Democrats in South Carolina are voting today in that state's primary election. The election is the party's first official primary contest of the 2024 election year. President Biden is expected to win easily. South Carolina was critical to Biden's win in the 2020 Democratic nomination. State Republicans will hold their primary later this month on February 24th. Former President Donald Trump's federal trial in Washington, D.C. on charges of plotting to overturn the 2020 election has been postponed. It had been set for next month. The judge in the case has not set a new date as a key appeal works its way through the courts. I'm Giles Snyder, NPR News.